This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. What is going on, y'all? This is Steven from Headlock Talk. we got some exciting news for you. Our longtime sponsor, Naturally Hemp's, has now given us a Headlock Talk promo code. Woo. Go to naturallyhemp's.com, use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your entire order. And, by the way, it does not expire. Yes, this is true, Steven. I use Naturally Hemp's gummies for sleep aid, for muscle pain, and for post-workout recovery. And might I also mention, the lotions are great on your skin and they smell fantastic. Oh yeah, it's all really good stuff, but we also have some more for you. NaturallyPureSanitizer.com for all your hand sanitizer needs. Use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. Also, if you are a vapor and you are in need of e-liquid, AmericanVaporCompany.com. Use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. Yes, they have a fine variety of uh, candy flavors, tobacco flavors, menthol flavors, and fruit flavors. So I'm a very big fan of that too. Oh yeah, all really good stuff. And again, code HLT10 at checkout at all of these websites gets you 10% off your order. Now on with the show. This week's Tanner and Steven Variety Show, we've got sharks, we've got the lottery, we've got UFOs, we've got roller coasters, and we play a special game of Would You Rather. Steven, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's go ahead and do this thing. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, this is of course the Tanner and Steven Variety Hour. Welcome back. Episode 2, officially. Episode 2. Hello. Hello, Steven. Hello. Uh, I am of course the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt, Mm -hmm. and as always, right across from here, also from Headlock Talk, the one, the only Mr. Steven Grudy. Well... Howdy. Howdy, Steven. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm hanging in there, man. We've yeah. got a lot of interesting stories to get to today. <laughs> and we've also got this this cool card game, Would You Rather. Yeah. Definitely giving us a whole bunch of different scenarios. Making a comeback. Making a comeback. You might know this from Headlock Talk, After Dark, Episode 2. 
uh, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, yes, we played a, a fun round of Would You Rather on that show. We're going to bring it back today. Um, but we've got some strange news, Stephen. Oh, snap. Strange news. As always, to start off with uh, the Tanner Stephen Variety Hour. Uh, per UCI.com and writer Ben Hooper, Ben's been on a roll here mm. as far as uh, writing articles for us. Uh, not for us, but for... For strange news. For, for the UCI. And no, it's use, for us. We use it for, uh, for strange news. <laughs> um, yes, writer Ben Hooper, uh, women's jackpot winning lottery numbers came from a dream. Mm. Uh, an Australian woman who won a uh, $700,000 lottery jackpot using the same numbers uh, she played uh, ever since they came to her mind in a dream 15 years ago. 15 years ago. Yeah, so somehow she's remembered these numbers. Wow. Written them down somewhere. Used said numbers, and then it, and it became true. So has she used these numbers in the past before? And this is like the only time that it actually worked? Or, or did she just like decide, 15 years, man, now's the time? In a dream, she had these numbers. I guess she used them. Mm. Now's the time. Mm. Uh, she says, the numbers came to me in a dream about 15 years ago. I literally saw them appear one by one, and I've been playing them in the exact same order ever since. Um, the, the woman said. Uh, she said she immediately knew she was the winner when she saw the winning numbers. I mean, that's, that's how that works. Yeah, um, I, I, I believe that's how reading that, um, that's why there's winning numbers cognitive function works nailed it um she does <laughs> go on to say i knew that they were my numbers because i've been marking them on my entries for so long probably for more than a decade um, what what entries i guess into other lotteries right she's oh, been I using see. the same okay. numbers for okay. other lotteries and now she finally sees the numbers and it's it's the winner gotcha gotcha okay um, so i understand now so i guess patience is both a virtue as well as i mean well, I mean, how how magnificent is this really? If 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 she's been using the same numbers for over ten years, um, I mean, true. Uh, I guess we would need to know like how many times has she used those numbers? Like, what what are yeah. what's the the successful percentage of those numbers? You well, know, I mean, it's obviously one right now. So Out one, of how many? One though? instance. Uh, yeah, exactly. You so, know, I mean, uh, I mean, could could it be possible that if you wrote enough entries in, I mean, would you would you be able to win the lottery? Uh, using these same exact numbers over and over again for ten years. I mean, it's possible. I mean, the, it's certainly possible. The, I mean, I guess the the odds are um, certainly improved. I mean, eventually you'll hit those numbers, perhaps, perhaps. Um, but the odds are very low. Very low. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Seven hundred thousand mm. dollars, man. That's a that's a large chunk of money. It's a good chunk of change, Stephen. What would you do with seven hundred thousand dollars? Oh my goodness. Oh, I don't even know. Like, like that's. That's an absurd amount of money. I would to take. Me. I would take a nice vacation. Oh, a hundred percent for a while. A hundred percent. Like I would get like pampered, mm-hmm. and then like then I would use the rest of the money wisely. Probably buy a house. A set house, some, set yeah. some invest, uh, investments aside. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely go on a sweet vacation for a while. Yeah, va- vacation is definitely a good idea. See, seven hundred thousand dollars. Like that. That's a large amount of money. That's the that's a an amount of money that you can set aside and invest. Uh, smart smartly and, and kind of just live off of that you really could you know you really certainly yeah. could i would just set that aside and i mean do headlock talk full time Ooh, honestly yeah that would be fun Steven. that would be very that would very be fun. fun man imagine the amount of chick-fil-a we could buy with 700 700- oh my god <laughs> i'd be like 500 pounds <laughs> indeed 
Um, let me see here. So that's a, that's an extremely large amount of money. So congratulations to that woman who uh, yeah, is not congrats. noted here in this article by Ben. Uh, but Ben here is obviously a very busy man. Ben Hooper writes another article uh, for uh, IC. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, UPI. ICU, UCI, whatever, whatever. The real know. website is uh, UPI.com. Okay, it, it's a, that's indeed what it is. Oopy, oopy. Um, <laughs> Uh, Ben Hooper writes, uh, Ireland man seeks Guinness World Record for his 34 Yu-Gi-Oh tattoos. Yes. Oh. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh famed, uh, card playing game from back in the, uh, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of drew inspiration off of, uh, other card games like Magic the Gathering and Pokemon beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, um... Let me see here. An Irishman is applying for a Guinness World Record for, after getting 34 different tattoos based on anime series and collectible card game Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Liam O'Donovan of uh, Bandon Cork, Ireland, said that he's been a longtime fan of anime and the card game, so he decided to get some of the artwork from the collectible cards tattooed onto his body. See, he said some, not 34. That's a lot. <laughs> 34 is a lot of tattoos. That's a lot of tattoos. Uh, he, he goes on to say, So I decided after getting one Yu-Gi-Oh card on me, I should keep going. And I'm currently at 34, uh, Donovan, O'Donovan said uh, in a video showing off of his, uh, showing off his tattoos. Rather, uh, He says he applied to the Guinness World Records book uh, to have his body art uh, collection officially recognized as the most Yu-Gi-Oh tattoos on one person's body. I mean, okay, I so, imagine that'd be a long-standing record. So here, here's my only problem with that. Yeah. Is that a record that needs to be held? <laughs> like, <laughs> like honestly. Right, right. Like, how specific do we need to get with these records? Like, uh, like most tattoos, for sure, that's yeah. a record. Mo- most, like, like, percentage of body covered by tattoos, yeah, that's a record. Most Yu-Gi-Oh cards, that's a record. This, yeah. Most Yu-Gi-Oh tattoos. Mm-hmm. That's it's a very specific and record. I'm, and I'm not knocking the game. My my no. sister's actually a big fan of uh was a big fan of Yu-Gi-Oh and she, I think she still has some of her cards. And I think you as yeah. well. I, I played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh as a kid. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh, I, I'm definitely not judging him for getting Yu-Gi-Oh tattoos, but uh, like, all I'm saying is, is that a record that needs to be held? Great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say not, but Stephen, if you could get thirty-four tattoos of something, what would they be? Oh man, like it would have to it would have to be thirty-four of like a specific thing. Yeah, I mean, can I just say video games as a category? Like, yeah, just get like thirty-four gaming tattoos. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that'd be pretty I cool. I don't see myself having more than like five or six. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, I I really like tattoos, but whenever you start getting like too many. Uh, they all kind of like lose their luster and it gets like lost and mm. lost in the weeds. You know what I mean? Lost in the sauce. So, yeah, lost in the sauce or the ink. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, I definitely wouldn't get thirty-four tattoos of anything. Mm. Uh, but if I had to, it'd be video games. Mm. I would get thirty-four teardrops on my face for because all, of all the for all your homies. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I see, and, and all those people I put down in my past life. Oh, but we don't talk about that. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Full disclosure. I'm part of a, uh, what are those programs called? A relocation program. Uh, oh, yeah. What are those called? You know, um, what, are, what are those things called? Witness you know, protection. Witness protection, yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, That's, I, uh, I, something did, I didn't know. I didn't put down 34 people, I promise. 
It was 60. (laughs) (laughs) That you know about. (laughs) No, of course. Um, Moving right along here. You didn't deny it, ladies and gentlemen. I did. I just want to say that. For the record, Mm -hmm. no, I did not kill 60 people. Or 34, for that matter. I've never killed one person. He's killed two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If this shows up in a court record somewhere, I'm going to be very upset. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me see here. Uh, moving right along to LiveScience.com. Ooh. Live Science. Um, <laughs> goodness. Uh, writer Mindy Weisberger. Uh, uh, Weisberger? Weisberger. It's a Weisberger. Mindy. Uh, Mindy writes, uh, Are UFOs a threat? We need to investigate, says former head of secret U.S. program. Hmm. I feel like we need to investigate the secret U.S. program. Yeah, what, what is the secret U.S. program? <laughs> um, goodness. Um, let me see here. What What is this program here, uh, Mindy? Um, let's see. Uh, it's a very long article here, but apparently there is a, um, a high-ranking, a, a former high-ranking U.S. official, Louise Elizondo, mm. former head of a top-secret U.S. agency, tasked... Uh, with investigating UFOs, um, uh, says that um, uh, that we need to investigate this kind of stuff. Apparently, uh, <laughs> this is making for great podcasting, isn't it? Well, well, look, <laughs> if he if he was head of a secret organization tasked with investigating UFOs, they're being investigated. So you're saying, right. hey, they need to be investigated. It's like it's already happening. You were a part of that. Yes, he, he's saying that sightings are reported worldwide, multiple observations in far-flung locations that describe aerial objects that are uncanny similar to one another, and uh, that this needs to be investigated. Quote, I think we're at the point now where we're beyond reasonable doubt that these things exist. Well, th- yes, they are yeah. just unidentified. That's, I think that's what the, that's the whole point. That's what, that's what the UFO mm-hmm. is, uh, unidentified flying. Object. Correct. Um, uh, We know they're there. Correct. Um, (laughs) We have some of the greatest technology in the world uh, that has uh, confirmed their existence. Uh, But where do these objects come from? You know, uh, what what is... uh, Stark Industries. Perhaps Stark Industries. (laughs) I just watched Iron Man 2 last night. Oh, yeah? How was it? Does it it still hold up? Absolutely holds up. It's great. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Elizondo goes on to say, there's something in our sky and we don't know what it is. We don't know where it's from. Is that a problem? From a national security perspective, yes, it's a problem. We need to understand what these are in order to make a determination if they're a threat. The way this guy talks is, is so weird. I, is it a problem? Yes, it's a problem. I, like, I'm starting to doubt if he actually you... worked for a U.S. secret program. <laughs> like, why are you answering the questions that you posed? Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a problem. We need to solve it. <laughs> okay. Cool. What, what, what's the steps here? Get on it. Like, <laughs> what am I going to do? He says, it would be my hope that we can find elegant solutions to what make these things... Uh, if we can hope to find elegant solutions to what these things are. Uh, if you can show me one technology that mankind has ever been able to build that does that, great. But so far, no one's been able to show that uh, to me or anybody in the U.S. government. Hmm. Interesting. So the the main thing that this article is missing is examples. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I think... And I understand that, like, it's top secret U.S. government or whatever, but he's yeah. just like, we need to investigate UFOs. And it's like, yes, I understand your sentiment, but, like, well, I, duh. I, I mean, I think he's commenting on, like, uh, all of these, like, um, like the U.S. government itself, like, uh, unveiled these, um, these documented videos of these uh, objects, these flying right. objects that uh, would fly at these very weird patterns. And uh, they had very unusual movements, and they would be able to accelerate at very extreme speeds. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe he's he's thinking about those, perhaps. Uh, but uh, yes, um, uh, he is going to be starring in a um, in a docu series here, uh, uh, unidentified inside America's UFO investigations on the History Channel. There's the kicker. That's Star- what I was looking starting, for. Starting uh, July 11th. So so uh, by the time you're listening to this, it's already. It's already started. Okay. See, my question is, why is he saying all this? I understand. Yeah, he's got a show. He's, he's, got, he's got to pimp it out. I get it. He's got to hype it yeah, up. I get it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we're giving him shit, but like, I agree. Yeah. We absolutely need to investigate these. Like, that's, it's kind of terrifying. Is it terrifying, to, Stephen? I mean, to a certain degree. Yeah. I mean, are are, are we, uh, we talked about last week with a little bit of space. You yeah. Know? I mean. If if we're alone, is there something else out there? Right. I mean, it seems like that might be the case. I mean, yeah. Uh, mm. There there's certainly something else out there. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm not a scientist. What obviously. if what if since he's a part of this secret U.S. program, what if there's a super secret U.S. government program that mm. is actually making these, and it's so secret that even the secret U.S. programs don't know about it? But, but QAnon. What if there? What if there's a, a hyper secret U.S. program that a actually, hyper secret? Yes, that, that that actually worked with the aliens to to produce said UFO for the super secret government that the secret government doesn't know about. Exactly. I think we're onto something. But then there's Steve. the ultra secret. No, I'm just kidding. I think we're slowly getting onto something here. I think we are. Absolutely. Yeah. Follow the money, folks. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> He's certainly following the money. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. He's, he's history channel at 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Get that paycheck, son. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Uh, Austin Horn writes for NPR.org. Uh, article, please scream inside your heart. Japanese amusement park thrills, uh, uh, tells thrill seekers uh, to uh, to keep the screams to themselves when riding a roller coaster. Um, the <laughs> Uh, Fuji Q Highland Amusement Park near Tokyo has an unorthodox request for high uh, for uh, uh, roller coaster riders. Um, please scream inside your heart and not out loud. Uh, the park is asking. The unusual ask is meant to reduce risk of spreading the coronavirus. So they're asking instead of screaming, Rah! you know, don't do that. Just keep quiet. You know, how does one scream inside your heart, Stephen? I don't know, but it sounds painful. <laughs> sounds it's, very painful. Sounds like I would need a trip to the doctor. Like, that almost sounds like a heart attack. Or, or yeah, some other form of cardiac arrest. It's, it's rough. It, very. Don't want to go through that. It's very rough. So, Especially during a roller coaster. I feel like you need to kind of expel that kind of energy. Or well, otherwise, that, like, keeping it contained is kind of like... Yeah, well, that, that's the thing, too, is, like, that's... Like, screaming is involuntary. It, like, you know what I mean? It just happens. So like, how can you tell people yeah. to not do that? Like, like, well, I mean, you're you're already going through a very intense kind of thing here. All that tension, I mean, I mean, it could lead to, to full pants if you know what I'm saying. You know, if you're at a music, <laughs> <laughs> you're at an amusement park eating all sorts of food all day. You ask not to scream. 
Well, <laughs> maybe pooping's the solution. Something's coming out. <laughs> Something's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> See, what, what confuses me about this is like, if you're so worried about coronavirus, like... I don't know what this show is anymore. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. It's okay, but, though. But go ahead. Coronavirus. <laughs> if you're so worried about coronavirus, why are you open? Like, you you, you think... I mean, that's, that's the real question here, You think it? asking roller coaster riders to not scream is the most efficient solution to keeping people safe during this coronavirus pandemic? Like, that doesn't make... That doesn't make even an ounce of sense. Like, at all. Like it doesn't. Oh it, man, it, it doesn't make sense. You're absolutely right. I don't know why. I don't know why this would be the case. Yeah. In all honesty, but I, I mean, I get it. Thrill seekers, man, they need the roller coasters, but like, yeah, is it worth it? Is it? Is it worth it? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. So if you do scream on the roller coaster, they're gonna kick you off once it's over, like kick you out of the park. I mean, it's absolutely possible. Or do they just like eject the seat? Like like they have a decibel reader on on every seat, mm. and if you scream at any point in the ride, it just ejects you from the ride and flings you across the park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you're then you're screaming. Oh yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. You know, but you're not going to be screaming very soon. No, yeah, so. it'll be your last few moments, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. Really, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, roller coaster, Stephen. Do you have a favorite roller coaster? I don't like roller do, coasters. Do you, okay, you don't like roller coasters. Okay, I mean, what what is it about the roller coaster that you that you're, is it like the heights or like what? What's no, going on? Uh, it, it's weird. I'm I'm fine with heights. Um, it's the it's how fast I'm moving that high up. Ah. It is what gets me. Like that's that's what gets me. I can even do like the G forces and, and stuff like that. It's mm. just like. Mm-mm. That's not me, man. I can't do the G forces. I, I can. Uh, it, it's just it, it's how fast I'm going uh, when I'm that high up. Now I will say uh, this isn't really like a thrill ride, but mm. or this isn't really a roller coaster. It's more of a thrill ride. But mm-hmm. uh, my least favorite ride that I've ever been on is called the Scream. Ah, at yes, Six Flags. Yep, yep, yep. It's the worst thing that mankind's ever invented. It's <laughs> awful. And what's even worse about it, too, is I don't know if the attendants are like trained to do this or not, but they, they have an intercom, right? So you get, you get all strapped in, you're, you're about to go, and then they get on the intercom, and they're like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, everyone's strapped in, we're about to go in three, two, and then they just, they just let you go on two. Oh, what jerks. Dude, it's so messed up. Almost had a heart attack. I'm not even lying. Like I was, I was about to like try to rip out of the harness and just get out of there. See, like I'm okay with a moderate roller coaster. Like I don't like to be flipped around. Like right. that's that that I'm totally against. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not for any roller coaster. That's, you can you can whip me around the roller coaster. That's fine. I I'll even do the heights to an degree to mm-hmm. a degree. Right. I'm I'm kind of at that point in my life where I'm okay with that. Yeah. I can't I can't go take a backflip. I, my my body just does not recognize it. I've never been able to physically do a backflip. Me neither. So, like, it's just not happening. Yeah. I um, almost broke my neck on my mom's bed from trying to do a backflip one time. Right. When I was, like, eight. Right. That, that's why I'm so amazed when wrestlers do the moonsault, because I'm, like... Like, oh. so effortlessly, too. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like I, I wish I could do that. Or, like, the shooting star. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. But, like, so backflips, no, I can't do it. So, have, um, you, have you ever ridden uh, Tony Hawk's Big Spin? Well, that that's the former name. It's now called Pandemonium at Six Flags. I don't think I have. No, that is a nice roller coaster because okay. it's it's not crazy high off the ground. 
it, it doesn't have any flips or anything like that. Just spins and stuff. Uh, the gimmick of it, though, is that the the cart that you're sitting in spins a, oh. as the roller coaster goes. See, that's cool. I'm yeah. down with that. It's a fun one. It's a fun one, and, and that's coming from someone that does not like roller coasters whatsoever. Um, it, it it still has that speed aspect to it, mm-hmm. but it's not crazy high off the ground, and it just does like like spins and stuff. Not not right. necessarily flips. So right, of course. And you don't you don't flip ever. Like there's no corkscrews, nothing like that. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. It's fun. I mean, there's okay. So like the worst rides for me are like um, so like there's the Tower of Terror at Disney World, um, which is had just, a traumatic experience at about. Five years old at the Tower of Terror. Yeah, it's just a straight drop uh, from really high up, and basically what happens is is that uh, they, they will they will drop you, and then like the ride goes back up, and then they drop you again, and then like that's not that's just not good for me, right? Right. <clears throat> but at the same time, um, like we went, uh, so we went on that uh, on our last trip, and then we also I I went on a ride with my brother in law and my sister in law called Mission Space. Like the rest of the family, kind of like. Uh, went and did their own thing, and we we went and did this right because I'd never been on. And I was like, sure, let's go, let's do this. I think this was like day two, maybe day maybe day one or day two. I can't remember, but we went on Mission Space. And if you've never been on it, what it is is it, it simulates a a space mission, uh, like you're part of one of these uh, super secret governmental things where you're taking a, a ultra secret, yeah, a flight to space, yeah. Um, but there's a there's a launch part of the ride at the very beginning where you're strapped in and the seats it's, it's all visual too. So like there's a screen and you watch it and it kind of simulates everything. And, um, yeah, like it simulates the G force pull that you would go into space. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even go on like the hardcore version of it. We went in like the, like the moderate version. Right. Um, I felt physically exhausted and sick. Like Damn. I, like I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe I. Know this. Yeah, yeah. And the ride wasn't even more than like five minutes long, maybe. Right. But I was like sweating, and I was like out of breath, and I was just like, oh my god, goodness, like, what is this? And I'm like, I'm like fairly in shape, I would say. Right. But like this mission space thing took everything out of me. Goodness, it sounds dope though. It pulled very, very many G's. <laughs> Enough, I feel like, I feel like I aged like 500 years after I got off that oh, ride. Goodness. It's like that guy from Interstellar when they get off that planet with the wave. <laughs> yes. He's like, it's been 54 years or, or whatever it is. <laughs> and he still looks the same, and his daughter's like, like grandma, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a crazy movie. Mm-hmm. See, uh, see, my favorite ride yeah. to 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 go on at uh, Six Flags is called the Scrambler. Oh okay, and it's just, it's like a fair ride. It's it's not like it's not a roller coaster whatsoever. It's just one. It's like a fair ride. It's it's on the ground, um, but it just like flings you around and spins the cart. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's fun times. It's fun yeah, times. fun times. Great mm-hmm. memories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what else is fun times? Yes, recovering with naturally hemp's CBD and their new line of CBD gummies. Uh, you should definitely recommend checking out naturallyhemp's.com and use promo code HLT10. Uh, to save 10% on all of your purchases there. And that promo code never expires, ladies and gentlemen. So definitely make sure to check those out. You yep. got uh, all sorts of good stuff there. Sublinquals, gummies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, lotions, balms. Them gel that. caps, man. Gel caps. You those, keep talking about these gel caps. The gel caps are the truth, man. These, these Naturally Hemp's gel caps are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right. The the red caps, 25 milligrams of, of CBD, 10 milligrams of curcumin. 
Mm. Knocks any pain out. It's great. Right. And I'm sure that if you're coming back home from a long day at the amusement park when they do reopen uh, and you need to knock yourself out real quick and relax for the day finally, mm-hmm. I'm sure Naturally Hemp's got that hookup for you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, amusement parks, they're fun places. They're- I don't try everything, mm-hmm. but um, I, I will say that they, they are a lot of fun. Yes. Amusement park food. Mm. Mm. I mean, I, I like a good turkey leg. I like a See, good... Uh, that's the thing about amusement parks. You If you if you get it from a kiosk, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. It, it's very good, whatever it is. If you get it from like one of their restaurants there... Wait, what do you mean by like a kiosk? I'm confused. Like a, like a stand? Yeah. Yeah, if you get it with like a stand, it's fine. Yeah, like like, like di- Disney stands are good. Disney has amazing food. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you've ever been, but well, I, I've been to Disneyland go, in California. Go to Disney World. Right. Disney I, World I've has heard. impeccable food. I've heard like see, everywhere the, across the park. See, the the problem with that is that I have to fly in a plane, and you have to go to Florida. Both two <laughs> two things I really don't want to do. <laughs> but it's got Harry Potter World over there so yeah you, you could go right over to uh universal studios and do harry potter world i guess yeah. that'd be fun yeah i also want to make make my own lightsaber yes my brother-in-law did that yeah um last last trip and he had a lot of fun doing that mm-hmm. he got an amazing looking lightsaber yeah and, and the the way that they do it is like really really cool too like it's mm-hmm. all like role playing and and everything like that yeah man. like it's not just like an attendant coming in here and be like all right put it together <laughs> you know it's like a guy that's like the kaiba crystal is blah 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 blah, blah you know right it's, it's, <laughs> it's like really in depth yeah absolutely i appreciate that yeah no uh, he had a great time uh building his own lightsaber and and really and truly they did a fantastic job with the star wars extension mm-hmm. and uh at disney world they really sure. did big fan big big fan of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but steven uh that covers the news this week i know we talked extensively about amusement parks and roller coasters and uh, and, and that kind of thing. Uh, we will cover some brief sports news real quick, um, but then we also have uh, Would You Rather. Yes, indeed. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to play that here today. Um, let me see here. Ben Hooper, again of UPI.com, writes that uh, a surfer was surrounded by sharks off of Florida Beach. Uh, Florida, man. Yeah, Goodness. Yeah. I'm always going to throw in some Florida news because something strange always seems to happen in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, this was written for June 10th. A Florida surfer captured video when he, when she was out on the water and found her board surrounded by curious sharks. Lindsay Baldwin said she was surfing uh, in waters off of New Smyrna Beach when she noticed uh, sharks swimming nearby. She, she captured a video of the three sharks approaching her board. So three sharks. Um <sighs> Uh, water temps fluctuating and beach friends showing up. Uh, that third one was not small, Baldwin tweeted. Crazy stuff, Stephen. Sharks. Man. <clears throat> so, little thing about me. Um, not afraid of heights. Not You know, uh, I am terrified of open water. I don't blame you necessarily. Terrified of open water. Open water seems like a bad time. Yeah, I also uh, can't swim very well. So, uh, if I were to be caught out in open water... Uh, that would be bad news bears for me. I I would say yes. Yeah. Uh, so that not the most fun of times. Sounds like one of my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> just, just sitting on a on a surfboard surrounded by sharks. Uh, count me out. Count me out. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> 
Uh, let me see here. Uh, before we, we head on over to playing the this game, Would You Rather, we did debut uh, Letters to the Editor section uh, last week, where if you had questions or uh, needed any advice of any sort, um, you know, uh, give us your take if you are seeking advice or have questions or need suggestions on anything here. Uh, we'll give you our take. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> our friend Mags All Pods at DEJ Kirkby on Twitter. Mags asked, "How do you convince a non wrestling fan? Uh, uh, how do you convince a non wrestling fan of a wife to watch New Japan Pro Wrestling?" Mm. Um, hmm. This is an interesting question because my wife is also a non wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and um, she knows very well uh, because I've told her many times. Uh, that New Japan Pro Wrestling is actually the best pro wrestling on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you have to give them the chance to maybe find the realism in, in it and 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 maybe um, help share with them how particularly satisfying the stories are. Because mm-hmm. they, I mean, I, I could show her, my wife, uh, WWE stories all day long, and she says that they're stupid. I don't disagree with Oftentimes her. Oftentimes they are. Yeah, I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but uh, if I showed her a very keen and in-depth and long-told story from New Japan, I'm sure she would be very much more invested into that. I think I just think that some people just don't find the interest in wrestling maybe like us wrestling fans would. Yeah, well, it's it's a, it's a hard sell sometimes. For sure. And, and one of one of the big things that you know, us as wrestling fans tend to latch onto is long-term booking, right? And and so for a non-wrestling fan just kind of jumping into some random show, there's a lot of context that they miss out on. And so the stories can, can kind of get lost on, on you know a non-wrestling fan that, that doesn't watch continuously. Um, so, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. If you're able to, in a concise way, you know, put forward a, a really great story for them, that that's definitely one way for, the, for you to get uh, them into it. Another way is... To just show them like a really, really high quality match. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Some people like the story of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Some people like the the hard hittingness of some mm-hmm. of the matches. Some people like a little bit of both. And, and it's really just finding what they would like about it. Yeah, I think you have to you have to project it, yeah, in some way where they, they can relate to it as well. Um, like if I try to show my wife something, I would try and show her maybe something where it's like extremely acrobatic, like the, the, right. the Will Ospreay and Ricochet exchange from a few years ago in New Japan. I would probably show her that and be like, look at how incredible like this is. Right, right. Like, like even if it's wrestling, like I think the, the sheer athleticism would be. Yeah, that's um, universally <clears throat> impressive. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. That being said though, wrestling is not for everybody, you know? This is uh, true. It. I firmly believe that there is something for everybody in the world of wrestling, but you know, some some people just don't want to look through, you know, a bunch of bunch of promotions, bunch of matches, bunch of wrestlers, bunch of stories, bunch of gimmicks, you know, and that's fine. Yeah, it it is fine. So, but thank you, uh, Mags, for your question. Yes, thank you. Uh, Mike Charlip at MikeJC821 has a couple of different questions for us. Uh, he says, uh, "Your guys' thoughts on people who hate on movies or games, uh, and and they are uh, and they blame the actors." Uh, Last of Us Part Two, I found to be very gripping and emotional story, and people are attacking Laura Bailey for their dislike of the story and the actions of her character, and that needs to stop. Whereas I felt it was one of her most emotional performances as a voice actor, and I loved the game. Mike, you hit the nail on the head, sir. A hundred percent. Yes. Um, 
I hate Abby with with a with a passion. But that speaks to how good Laura Bailey is yeah. at, at personifying that character and bringing her to life. And, and let's not forget, these lines aren't ad-libbed. The, the story right. isn't ad-libbed. They are given this story. Right. Like, if you yeah, want to La- be mad at anybody, be mad at the writers and yeah. be mad at the director. Yeah. L- Laura Bailey did not create this character. No, she, just, she simply brought it to life, which is a completely different thing. Like... Yes, without Laura Bailey, Abby would not exist. That that's true, but but like you said, she didn't create the character. Absolutely. So I completely agree. Mm, indeed. Um, also, that game's fantastic. It is. Uh, Mike also says, "I don't know if you guys have talked about this before, but I was wondering your guys' thoughts on people swearing th- off things uh, because of political reasons." Uh, it all sounds very ignorant to me, despite what any uh, anyone's political views are, and they try to keep away from those conversations. Uh, the new one I saw today was uh, people being mad at Disney for signing uh, Colin Kaepernick to a deal to produce and narrate some projects for Disney+. Plus. The ignorance level it takes to write off Disney for this seems ridiculous to me. Uh, so just figured I'd ask for your thoughts. Um yeah, I, I've previously noted this before. Like I said, um, I am not a big fan of uh, cancel culture. I feel I do feel like uh, in in a lot of cases um, where things aren't outrageously inappropriate, right, uh, that there does need to be a path of redemption and rehabilitation for people uh, to then still become productive members of society mm-hmm. at large. I mean, there are things that should not be forgiven. But something like this, where Colin Kaepernick signs a deal with Disney to do a voice narration uh, or, or produce a docu-series of some sort, it, it means nothing. How does that affect you in exactly. your life? How does that affect you in your life? Why, yeah. Like, why does that matter so much to you? And also, I will like to add this. Good luck boycotting Disney. They own like everything. 70 to 80% of all entertainment. So Everything. Good luck. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just dumb. Like, how how does that personally affect you? Right. Like it, like if if it doesn't personally and harmfully affect you as a person, it's not your business. Right. Well, and another thing about it too is like whether you agree or disagree with Colin Kaepernick's political views, he is not the only person working on that project. Like right. there there are hundreds of people putting time and energy into this thing, trying to make you happy, trying to right. entertain you right. and, and to, to just whittle all of that down to, to one person's yeah. political if, views is ridiculous. If, really? If, if you don't like what, what Colin Kaepernick has to say, then don't watch the show, right? Don't just don't watch it. You right. can still enjoy Disney. You just don't have to watch Colin Kaepernick show. Now, Colin Kaepernick right. probably has a lot of important things that need to be said, uh, and I absolutely agree with him on that. Um, but to cancel Colin Kaepernick and, and Disney to an extent is, is just very dumb. It like, is. You don't have to do that. Um, and, and like I said, I, I get like, you know, there are far reaching implications of, you know, when uh, important people make important decisions and yes, that can negatively influence people that you know and that you love. Um, yes, that, that is something where it's worthy of canceling. Mm-hmm. But for I mean, look, it's this doesn't matter. Like like it's it's Colin exactly. Kaepernick doing a show. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Um, like I said, freedom of speech does also come with freedom of conf- uh, consequence. Uh, so you know those that uh, aren't able to rise to the occasion or that fall well below uh, an acceptable human standard, 
society generally has a way of taking care of that. Yeah. Just saying. But let, let's not let's not have knee-jerk reactions to everything. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, take things in jest sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. Get Show Comedy Podcast uh, at Get Show Podcast on Twitter. And, and by the way, thank you, Mike, uh, for your questions. Yes, thank you. Um, Get Show asks, outside of wrestling, what is your favorite thing to talk or argue about? Mm. Mm. Well, um, obviously, we had a nice conversation about amusement parks and roller coasters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I think that was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, Steven and I seem to be able to talk about a lot of things together. Yeah, I mean, pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing to talk about is video games. Yeah, video um, games is pretty up there. Yeah, aside from wrestling, for sure. Um, yeah, video games is up there for sure. Music is definitely up there for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm big on like talking about like uh, I like history and philosophy. I'll talk to you. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk about that kind of stuff for sure. I love food. Food is definitely food. up there. Mm-hmm. Love talking about food. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy a nice political discussion. Uh, yeah, a philosophical discussion for sure. I, I do like those. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I, I do like uh, you know like deep conversations about like just like crazy odd things like AI and space and whatnot. Yeah. I like li- I like listening to those conversations. I can't have those conversations because I'm not nearly smart enough. <laughs> um, but like I, I like listening to like when Joe Rogan brings on somebody like uh, um, like maybe like an Elon Musk or a Neil deGrasse Tyson or somebody who can like speak eloquently to. Uh, to these major points, right? You know, then I like listening to that. Mm-hmm. And I went to a, a Neil deGrasse uh, Tyson lecture uh, downtown. Yeah, uh, probably about a year, maybe two years ago. Yeah, it was awesome. No, it sounds like so a good time. Awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, let me see. What else is fun to talk about? I think we talked about food, philosophy, deep thinking, history, space, space, video games, video games, politics, history. I mean, yeah, but we can. I mean, Tanner and I are very good friends. Like we mm. we can we mm. can really talk about anything, and we do. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, I also like talking about fitness. Fitness is fun for me, yeah. at least. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. I like a lot of stuff. Uh, Srenton seven eight one did comment. What place has the best salsa? Yes, that is a that is Ooh. debatable here. Mm. Uh, it, best salsa. Yeah, I mean, there's there's quite a few places that have very good salsa. Um, he he did he did comment on Git Show's question. Um, but yeah, I mean salsa. I mean, there's a lot of good places that have very good salsa, Stephen. Mm-hmm. What's what's your favorite salsa? <sighs> um, you know what? Believe it or not, um, the H E B produce section has some amazing salsa. They really do. Their guacamole is fantastic their, too. Their guacamole is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for for those not in the know, H E B is a like a Texas based grocery store chain. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's m- hardly any locations, if any at all, outside of Texas. I think there might be some in like Oklahoma, maybe. maybe. Um, but I mean, there's there's not a whole lot outside of Texas. But yeah. it's it's like it's like if going to a grocery store was like a religious experience, mm-hmm. that'd be like H E B. We'll see right? what's great so about- much nicer than like a Walmart or a, or a Super Target. Mm-hmm. It's just it's got a it's got a vibe to it, man. Mm-hmm. It's got a it's got a great vibe. It's got a lot of great produce. Well, it's all the just food's quality. Always- quality fresh it's, it's absolutely just quality like yeah. uh the the good thing about heb really is, is like yes you you can do your regular grocery shop in there you can get your chips you can get your bread you can get you know all this stuff um you can get ingredients and, and, and great produce and, and all that stuff uh but what really what what's truly great about heb is the things that they make 
mm. are fantastic. Indeed. Whether it's whether it's salsa, guacamole, pastries, chips, meat, uh, mac and cheese. I mean, anything like all of their their freshly made stuff is fantastic. Yes, absolutely. So, HB, thumbs up. Good stuff. Yes, and thank you guys for your letters to the editor. Yeah, we thank you. Sincerely appreciate that. And uh, now to close the show, the the Tanner and Steven uh, variety show here, what we're going to do is play a little game of Would You Rather. It's a card game that I picked up just at the store the other day. I mean, it's no big deal. Uh, but it but it does have some interesting... The other day. Yeah. Uh, like a year ago. Like, like, yeah, over a year ago. <laughs> uh, but it does have some interesting scenarios and situations yes. here. So Steven and I, we're going to do a, 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 maybe like, what, two or three rounds of this here? Talk yeah. about stuff. Uh, and see see what the other has in mind. So, uh, Stephen, uh, I'll let you pick three cards. Oh, okay. And then and then I'll pick three cards, and then uh, you'll read to me this. I'll read you the scenarios. Oh, you'll so, read me the scenarios. So we're doing six then. Yeah. We, yeah. We're gonna do three rounds. Oh, I, I see. Okay. Yes. Three I, three rounds. Did I get of, three? Okay. Would you rather? Okay. Uh, so would would you like uh, to start? Would you like me to start, or should we uh, uh, rock paper scissors? This? I, can, I can go first. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna ask me a question. So, so on these cards, I can pick either of these, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, um, okay cool. So, would you rather A, drool every time you take a drink, or B, say bam every time you take a bite? Probably say bam every time I take a bite. I feel like that might get annoying to people, but man, I mean, if I'm like really into a meal, I'd be like, bam, bam. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not too far off. To you right now, because like like you know drooling, yeah, it's true. Um, like like drooling, like I feel like that would get really gross really fast. And, like, see, you have to keep like shirts, extra shirts, all the time. Ab- absolutely, and see what I'm worried about. This is the verbiage too. It, they say drool every time. It, it's not your mouth waters every time. It, it's you're drooling. So so there is liquid coming out of your mouth every time. So that that's that's really I think the problem here. So I think I agree with you. I, I would rather say "bam" every time I took a bite. I, I think that's I think that's the the way to go. I think so, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. Well, I've got one here for you. Okay. Um, would you rather eat all of your meals mashed up in a dog dish, or would you rather relieve yourself in a litter box? Oh man. See. I'm going to have to go with relieve myself in a litter box, okay? And I'll tell you why. There's no humiliation to that. You eating your meal out of a dog bowl, it's a little embarrassing. It's a little humiliating. But relieving yourself in a litter box, I mean, you're already alone when you relieve yourself. Mm. I mean, 99 times out of 100. So I mean that 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 takes the embarrassment out of it. Yeah. So fair enough. I'm gonna have to go relieve myself in a in a litter box for sure. Okay. Relieve. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So you just you just feel like it's 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 demeaning that to eat out of the dog food dish. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little okay. bit. A little bit beneath you. Yeah. It says Fido on it. Like no. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Fido. I'm not. I'm Steven. I'm Steven. <laughs> yeah. What if the dog food dish did say Steven on it though? Would you feel like some kind of connection to it? Like it was yours. I don't think so. <laughs> you thought about it for a minute. I did. I, I wanted to answer you seriously, but uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, fair enough, Stephen. I appreciate your answer. Uh, what? What about? What about you? What? what I, um, I mean, oh goodness. I mean, I might take the dog food dish. I might. 
like, because I could still probably eat it with my hands, right? And of course, if I knew just how to clean the dog food dish, then that's fine. But like, I don't know, going into a litter box just sounds like a like a bad time. Mm. I'm 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 too used to the niceties of of, of human life, uh, you know, uh, toilet paper or like the occasional bidet if there is one available, you know. Uh, uh, so so are we not allowed to use toilet paper? Is that a thing? I mean, I don't know if that's in the scenario, but that's where my brain went. Fair enough. So. I don't know. I'll, but see, that's another thing. If uh, if you eat your food out of a dog bowl, do you get utensils? Do you get napkins? Well, that's that's well, that's the way I saw it. I could still eat with my hands or use like a fork and knife. Okay. Well, then if you can still use a fork and knife, then I can still use toilet paper. Mm, interesting. So. Okay. I, I I think it's only fair, really. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not against it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Whatever this may be. I mean, I'm kind of against both of those. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know like that that life was down to this, but uh, but okay. Apparently, apparently. <laughs> well, f- fair enough. We're finding little little things about ourselves. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, next up, would you rather legally change your name to Generalissimo Flappy Tummy, mm. mm-hmm. or B answer only to the name? Oh, none of those are great answers. Um. So the first one was that I would have to legally change my name to Generalissimo Flappy Tummy. Correct. And then basically in the second one, your name is mm. like that's your or, name. Or like I respond to that. My name's still Tanner, but I would have to like I would have to respond to that. Well, it, it says answer only to that name. So Crap. so everyone in your like yes, your name would still legally be Tanner, but everyone in your life would have to call you that. Oh, that's this, these are terrible situations. Um, I guess I would I would go with the the generalissimo. I would just change my name to it because yeah. then I could just uh, I could always just go by generalissimo. I mean, nobody has to know that my last name is Flappy Tummy. Well, you can also just go by Tanner. Yeah, I could. Also no one st- has to know that that's your legal name, right? I mean, it will it would go on my headstone one of these days, and people would be left awfully confused. Yeah, they're like that. Absolutely wasn't his name. Like the, you got it am, so wrong. Am I at the right funeral? <laughs> right. Like, like yeah, it'd be. <laughs> but see, like that's that's confusion later. Right. You know, like like that's then, then I then I can laugh from whichever plane of existence that I end up being. Exactly. In. And you like, don't have to have the awkward conversation with your family where you're like, "Hey, I signed this deal with the devil. Yeah, you got to call me." Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just how weird. it goes now. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, for for me, I I would have to legally legally change my name to. Generalissimo Flappy Tummy. Okay, mm-hmm. ah, fair enough. I can I can dig that. Yeah. I can dig that. Um, Steven, would you rather have your hands and your feet switch places, or would you rather your nose be twice its size? Dude, that's easy. Yeah, that's so easy. Yeah, what do you? My nose, a hundred percent. Really, dude. Hmm. That that's the easiest. Like, yeah, I. I I want to play video games. I want to play guitar. Well, you I, could, I want to do. You could do all those things with your feet. There's plenty of people who don't have the use of their arms who could play with their feet. Or I mean, yeah, but like chairs are designed for your hands being where they are and your feet being where they are. Yeah, well, you're all right. So, and plus, you know, uh, if my hands were were my feet, my feet mm. were my hands. You know, <laughs> my my arm ha- has a lot of 360 degree movement. Right. Yeah. I, I can put my hand wherever I need to. With my leg, I mean, I'm not a flexible guy. Mm. It, it it's the the movement is is much more restricted, right? So, 
Perhaps. Yeah. Hmm. I would technically be doing a handstand all the time, though, which is kind of cool. That is, that is an interesting thought. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I would I would agree with you to the degree that like if 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 everyone's life was um, their hands and their feet switched, then I think it would be obviously society would have made those particular changes. Absolutely, chairs would be radically yeah, different. It'd be uh, yeah, society would be yeah, absolutely radically different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe nose maybe twice its size wouldn't be such a terrible thing you'd have a great sense of smell great sense of smell like if you're gonna go out running you knew you have to you have to have that rhythmic breathing whole thing and mm-hmm. so maybe maybe the extra large nose helps out in that regard that's true you'd have crazy lung capacity hopefully maybe your lungs stay the same size but you're at least able to intake more air well you can train your lungs to to take in to have more lung capacity now, i can only imagine with a larger nose that over time your lungs would kind of catch up at least I, I would think so. Perhaps I don't know. I mean, for me, that's that's an easy one. That's okay. a no-brainer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, would you rather a wake up every morning in a different body, or b a different decade? Could you repeat the question? Would you rather yeah. a wake up every morning in a different body, or b a different decade? Ooh, the different decade sounds like it's intriguing because it could be past, present, or future. True. I didn't even think about that. I was only going past. Because, mm. I mean, mm. like, yeah, if you're, wow, if you're going yeah. forward. Yeah, but, like, it would be kind of crazy because then you'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to sleep, and now I'm in 1856. Right. Ah! A crazy time. Yeah. A terrible time in American history, at in, least. In a lot of ways, yeah. Yeah. Um, For sure. But then, like, you'd, you know, uh, wake up the next day and it'd be, like, 1660. Whatever's mm-hmm. going on around then, mm-hmm. something. But then you go to sleep, wake up the next day, and it's twenty one thirty. Yeah, yeah, twenty. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's a radical life. So, so things that, it would be thing. very hard to live in either way because then you're like, exactly. That's kind of what I was going on. Like either way, you're not going to live a normal life, and either way, it's going to be very hard for you to maintain relationships with people. Whether yeah. that be whether you, that be friends or significant others, yeah, you live a lo- very lonely plane of existence. A very lonely plane of existence, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it's the degree that like if you woke up in another body every day, um, I mean, yes, things could be a little bit rough. But I think I think maybe you'd be you would learn a lot more about yourself and be a lot more introspective about things. Where I think is if you're more adventurous, you might choose to wake up in a different decade every day because then like every day is then like a literally a new adventure you have to find a way to survive through the day (laughs) right Um, and one of those decades could be like 10 you know what i mean like like ancient not ancient times but you know yeah like old as dirt yeah (laughs) i mean you'd have to have a steady job Uh, not a steady job but like you'd have to have you gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) you walk into ford in like 1924 you're like hey like (laughs) Y'all I had a job in 2020. Y'all are still going to be around here in like uh, 2227? Yeah. Right? Okay, cool. Cool. Just um, give me my employee ID and make sure it works across like centuries. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to need it. But yeah, um, <laughs> it, it would be interesting. Um, See, I, I think I think both of these are, are pretty like bad ways to live. Honestly, and, and so I would have to go it, with. It has its pros and cons, but it, it would definitely, definitely be very. Does. It would definitely be very lonely. It, it'd be extremely lonely, and, and because of that, um, 
I, I'll have to have as much fun as I can by myself. And so I would say be a different decade. Yeah. I, th- I think I think we're on the same page here with that one, Stephen. Yeah. Was that was that your last question? That was my last question. Okay. Okay. I've, I've got I've got one more here. Um. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um. So, um, let's see here. Would you would you rather go on a quest, uh, to um Hyrule, from uh from Legends of Zelda? Okay. Right. Or would you rather go vacation? In Hawaii, mm. that's a tough one. Interesting. So, so an adventure entails danger, correct? Yeah, thrill of, yeah. of some I mean, degree. I mean, now you're in this this vast video game. Mm-hmm. Um, How long is this adventure? Like, what 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 are the terms of this adventure? You know, I mean, it's just a quest. You just got to go on a quest. Whatever whatever happens when you get there, you get. But there. like, I wonder what the quest is because if it's like go to Hyrule and pick a carrot, I'll do that. But if it's like go to go to Hyrule and kill Ganondorf, it's like ah oh, man, mean, I'm I'm not Link. I don't think I can do that. Like that's well, maybe, maybe that's the quest though. I mean, maybe you'd have to do that. Like you have see, to that's be, what I'm saying. I'd like you, to get a little more info here. Well, but but you you have to be open to whatever the quest may be, no matter the difficulty, Stephen. Would I don't think I am. Be, okay, well then you could always just vacation in Hawaii. That sounds great, dog. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds great. Where's the next flight? Yeah, like I got a, I got a lot of reservations about Hyrule. That's all I'm saying. Hawaii can't really think of a bad thing there, other than like spam. volcanoes. Spam. Did you say spam. Spam. <laughs> yeah, I thought of that before the volcanoes. But uh, fair enough. But like, I'd rather I'd rather eat spam than like die at the hands of Ganondorf. But who? I mean, who knows? Maybe you defeat him. Maybe you have something that Link does not. I mean, maybe. Perhaps. We'll I mean, never he's got know. The, like he's got the master sword, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, what am I gonna do? Yeah, we'll we'll never know because you're you're actually going to Hawaii. Yeah. So. Like, <laughs> all I'm saying is Link seems to be the most equipped for that quest. So maybe I shouldn't come in and be like, Nah, I can do it. But what what if along the way it's like, all right, you're you're studying to be the new Link, right? Like you're you're oh, under see. Link's tutelage, and he's I like, see. I'll teach you how to defeat Ganondorf once and for all. So I'm Link's under Link. Kind of, yeah. He's like he's like the the. He's like the master to your your student. I see. Um, no, nah, I'm gonna go to Hawaii. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Hawaii's not bad. Yeah. What about you? I mean, you can't. I mean, it's hard to turn down Hawaii, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it'd be a very expensive trip if it was like all inclusive and like all expenses paid. Then yeah, absolutely, I'm going to Hawaii. Yeah. But now, now, would you rather vacation in Hyrule or Hawaii? Well, where am I going in Hyrule, man? Like, I, could, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of places. Wherever you want. Yeah. I mean, where are you going? Hawaii. Wherever you want. You know, like you can go wherever. Okay. I mean, I don't. I just don't know if there's a lot of places that you can like vacation at in Hyrule. Yeah, it's a pretty bleak area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you got to be a pretty tough person to to vacation in Hyrule. Yeah. I don't know. But that yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Maybe still Hawaii. <laughs> Maybe still Hawaii, perhaps. Well, we, we've played three rounds of Would You Rather. Uh, we'll play again on another time, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, it's been a heck of a fun time here. Yes. I hope that you guys have had fun. We've had fun. We've talked about uh, roller coasters, the lottery. We've talked about UFOs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about sharks. Talked about yes. all sorts of stuff. Yes. It's been a great time. Uh, but like I said earlier in the show, don't forget... 
uh, you know, uh, to use uh, promo code HLT10 at naturallyhemp.com uh, to have another great time. You get 10% off on all of your orders using promo code HLT10 at naturallyhemp.com for all of your CBD needs. Very good stuff. And then uh, also um, uh, naturally, uh, naturally pure sanitizer uh, for uh, uh, your hand sanitizer needs. Also use promo code HLT10 for all purchases there. And uh, if you are a vapor and in need of e-liquid, uh, you can also use promo code HLT10 at uh, AmericanVaporCompany.com uh, and receive 10% off on your order there too. Yes, so, indeed. Headlock Talk, we've got you covered here as far as uh, your promo code needs uh, for any of those kinds of products, really. <laughs> awesome, Stephen. <laughs> well, is there anything else that, that we need to discuss for uh, for this episode here of uh, this Hanner and Stephen Variety Show? Man, I think we've covered a lot. <laughs> yes, I think we've made a lot of ground. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I, I, I am, of course, the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt. You can find us online on Twitter at Headlock Talk. Um, uh, where you can uh, hit us up, give us a follow. We'd love to follow you back. It's a good time, great memory. Um, you can also, uh, while you're here on this page listening to this podcast, why don't you just go ahead and scroll up and hit that subscribe button? Make sure you hit subscribe and stay tuned to all of our episodes. Um, so that way, uh, whether it's us uh, doing the Tanner Stephen Variety Hour or you know Headlock Talk on Mondays or the Rogue and the Ranger uh, video game cast mm-hmm. on Fridays, you can always check into those shows as well. Uh, we've got a lot of big things coming up here, uh, so that's very cool. Uh, also, exciting news, uh, we are uh, partnering with T Public. Uh, for t-shirt creation so we've got some ideas in mind we're gonna we're gonna get those uh out to you guys here soon Mm -hmm. Um, but we're currently working with people on creating t-shirts exciting news steven yes fun times great it's it's great times yes great times to be headlock talk and to be a listener of the show um if you are a business and you want to partner with Headlock Talk, please uh, hit us up online, headlocktalk at gmail.com. Again, it's headlocktalk at gmail.com. But while you're listening to the show and after you hit that subscribe button, make sure to leave us a five-star rating review wherever you listen to podcasts. So that way we can make it numero uno uh, you know, for, for us and for you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, um, like I said, I am the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt. And as always, right across from me here, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thank you, guys. Y'all take care, and have a great rest of the day. Later. Bye-bye. Play me off, Johnny. Rumkey is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up, and drivers are paid based on experience. Rumkey CDL drivers earn $1,000 to $1,300 per week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Rumkey drivers are home daily, work in a recession-resistant industry, receive great benefits and performance incentives. Start a lucrative career and apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. 
Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com win for your chance to win from Morris Home. <laughs> 